to Lawrence in the comic books recently is depicted with her coffee. Like, what is your ideal morning coffee situation? When I do drink coffee, it's a black coffee hot with one Splenda. And I believe that's also what Lorna would drink in real life. A steady cable. A cable. I would, I would <laughs> love that. I would love that. Shout out to the Powers of X-Men podcast. I just write at Marvel Comics right now. The Pretender's Death, like be. Holy fucking shit. The trailer for the Hellfire Gala 2023 just dropped. And I just want to say I was right. Nimrod extinction event. <laughs> You're always right. I feel it's like, I feel like he, he says things knowing the information in advance. And it's like a plan just so he's always right about these things. No, I did not. I mean, like, I think it's fairly obvious that it was going to be a massacre because it's called Fall of X and all the characters are drastically different. And literally in Immortal X-Men, in that issue where Destiny sees the future, it says Nimrod extinction level event right there on the timeline. Scott oh. does not look impressed at all. No, I mean, like, you know, Nim Nimrod... I mean, they've, they've beaten Nimrod so many times in the past where it's like, yeah, okay. I mean, Nimrod's scary, but I kind of expected something new from Orcus, and I guess that's the Sentinels, but even then, it's Sentinels for the thousandth time. But it's, it's Iron Man Sentinels, and that is new. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's new. Uh, you know, the failures of uh, you know, the defense industry and capitalism and Tony Stark, I mean, isn't new, but um... here's the thing. I, I think when Hawksbox kicked off, I think you we understood there was a sense of urgency when they said, this is where we believe Nimrod comes online. Because up until that point, in current 616 history, Nimrod was a future event. Him coming online is a future threat. Now we know he's coming online and it's all hands on deck. And I agree with you. On one hand, I'm like, okay, Nimrod coming in and killing everyone. That's a story that's been done. But it is in the present and it is during the Hellfire Gala. And that kind of has me excited just because I was going to be like, what are they going to do for, for the Hellfire Gala this year again? And also arguably, I mean, it's more exciting when it's an existing character than us having to invest maybe in somebody that's new and we don't have an emotional attachment to. So kind of the argument of they've beaten him before, I guess you could almost apply to any of the villains, right? I agree. I mean, listen, it, it, for me, it perplexes me that the one of the major story points in the Krakoan age is that they don't want the mutants to know that we always lose or that they always lose. And that's why they kept Moira a secret. When it's like every dystopian future these people have ever faced has been them losing. Like nothing's changed. Maybe everyone should know, okay, if Kirko is not working, what can we do differently? You know what I mean? So I yeah, don't but know. 
but they 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 did win in that timeline until the top yeah, in inferno and then was it karima came back like there's time travel shenanigans so they lost again it's a mess i mean listen regardless there's so much happening but hellfire gala 2023 trailer just dropped and why don't we break it down is that's, that jumbo that's, that's, that's jumbo and um the guy is kissing has been in previous um stuff he's in the first hellfire gala he lives on the island that they're holding the gala on it's the island that they got from namor okay okay i haven't seen jumbo in a minute since marauders and i didn't know if he was dating someone so and the character who owns the island or lives on the island or is like the lives in the lighthouse whatever would not have guessed would not have namor he's he's like he's like namor's employee (laughs) he lives (laughs) on the island um he and jumbo meet like briefly like a long time ago and are making like eyes at each other and you know love love finds a way i think it's it's a good image to start with in pride month i agree trailer and i'm so glad jumbo's back because you can't do a hellfire gala event without jumbo jumbo needs to be part of it so very happy then we cut to the cuckoos with their arms raised welcoming i guess the majority of the avengers we have the pretender i'm sorry the redeemer scott's favorite character wanda then we have Vision. Then we have, I think that's Firestar at the bottom right. And then we have Captain Marvel and Rogue. I wrote, the cuckoos look like disco background singers in the middle of a performance. <laughs> <laughs> no, doesn't it look like that's what they're doing? Like they're like they're in the middle of a choreography and they're like doing the YMCA or something. I don't know. So I guess they're, they're supposed to be welcoming people. Like they're just like the centerpiece welcoming everyone as they come in. I like the fact it's very Y2K. Do you remember when everyone tried to be a sexy alien in like the early aughts? Like they would put like silver bobs and like silver lipsticks and they were all like sexy aliens. That's what I'm this far is. I'm too so young to remember that. Oh, you're so me. young. You're right. I'm sorry. You're born in 2005. So uh... what do you think? I, I mean, I was in I was in like middle school, so I, I yeah, I, I wasn't out clubbing in New York yet, like you were, Paul. Um, um, I wasn't just clubbing; I was raving. I I really like the I, I like the embroidery on their on their corsets yeah, on the dress. I, I, you know, be serious. I I think it is it's a good look um, for them. They really didn't have overly distinctive help gala looks in the past years, so. Um, it's actually it's a nice change of pace for the cuckoos. Yeah, it reminds me of Void from Wildcats. That character right there. I so, think that's like that's kind of like that's how I, I actually like this look for the cuckoos going forward. Like I like them with silver hair and bobs and and this like kind of like dystopian silver look. Just like kind of retro Judy Jess and Emma Frost. Yes, they are Judy Jetson. They they are serving Judy Jetson here, one hundred percent. Okay, so then we have Rogue and Captain Marvel in the background. I guess they're BFFs now. Is that is that what's going on with them? They're they're friendly. Uh, Carol's Carol's finally got that stick out of her ass. Uh, <laughs> so. Yeah, I've always been like curious about their relationship. I think like during AVX. You know, when they had their battle, like they kind of like editorially played into it a little bit more. But I, I like that they have since 
healed their relationship. And it looks like, as we'll see later on in the trailer, they have like a moment together. That's fine. Overly interesting. It's not one of the interesting parts of the trailer. What about what about um, Vision? What do we think of Vision's like naked look here? Hold on, I'm gonna scroll to the image in yeah. the background. Oh, like yeah, it's quite cool. It kind of looks like Human Torch. Yeah, I was saying, I was thinking Doctor Manhattan. It's like if Doctor Manhattan was on Drag Race and they're like, zhuzh it up with some tool in the back. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely think it's Doctor Manhattan on Drag Race. I agree with you wholeheartedly on that. But I see like the Human Torch element too, especially like how his like. I don't know, like scarf is like billowing up. Yeah. Do you think he just drags that through the event then all evening? It's really going to be annoying, like a train like that through a, a gala. People are constantly stepping on it. You're tripping waiters that they step on and you like tug it. No, I mean, that, didn't think that through his outfit. No, he did not. And I mean, he's there with Wanda, which I think is like really interesting too. I don't think the characters are they officially back? I have so many questions about their relationships. Uh, like in this trailer, but I don't think Wanda and Vision are officially back. I mean, she's certainly not with him in the Wanda series, and she was really happy to see him during Trial of Magneto when she was resurrected, but that's like a past version of Wanda who doesn't know everything that's happened. Yeah, I, I think they're just, they're friends. You know, they're friendly exes. I, friendly exes. And then, of course, we have Firestar there in the corner who has done nothing since she won the election. When do we find out who won the election this year? So the next shot is Gene presumably announcing the election results. And I agree with you. Why the fuck? Wh why did we have another X-Men vote? I, no one cares. The character, no, no one does anything with the characters ever. Well, I mean, this is going to be our third election year. And Polaris got nothing. Firestar has gotten nothing. They may get a cute moment here and there. But what, what was the entire point? And there's no they get, indication. They're going to sell it, Dayspring. They get an episode on the podcast where people discuss it. So <laughs> that's some pretty good PR for the character. That's true. And let me tell you, we everything that we surmised when we were doing our polling was that Dazzler won. But there doesn't seem like no one is talking about the X-Men vote results. Even at Megacon, when they did the panel and they were talking all about Fall of X, no one mentioned anything. Like no one. First of all, no one in the audience asked, and editorial did not volunteer to be like, "Oh, and you'll find out who won the gala." How exciting! Do you know? I think also editorial. Like, it feels so long ago that we were talking about that. That I'm like, I, you're like, oh yeah, that happened, and now I forget. You know, like they should have released it. I would think you do the vote, and then like weeks later, or like oh, you know, much quicker in real world timeline they should release the winner because at this point now you've lost momentum mm -hmm. i agree or at least it could be like this is your top three candidates you know what i mean like and you'll find out who wins they did something similarly year one of the hellfire gala they kind of like released like shorts of behind the scenes of like the people who lost so you had like cannibal and sunspot talking to gene you had like those kind of like narratives oh, that'd happening. be cool yeah if, if one by one, you found out yeah. through something like that, like, oh, that guy didn't win or that girl didn't win, I think that could be fun. But at this point, there's been so little discussion about it. Yeah. Um, and I think, like, yeah. people are just over it. Like, I think it should be, like, 
you should vote for like your new council member. I don't dislike the idea of voting for something. I think that is actually kind of fun and having like the stand accounts like campaigning for it. But I think, it ha- first of all, I think it's problematic having a Hellfire Gala every year because it ages the Marvel Universe. I know the X-Men are immortal, so age does not matter for them anymore in the Krakoan age. However, canonically, three years have passed in the Marvel Universe. And that is such a sore subject with fans about like how old some of the characters are, how many years has taken place since the Fantastic Four went up in space. So I think having a Hellfire Gala annually just like ages the Marvel Universe. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, Franklin Richards was born in 1968, and he's still <laughs> he's 14 years old. So that's how I age. That's why I was young when Days Spring made that comment before. So, Gene, I'm not even going to dignify that, anyways. <laughs> so, Gene presumably is going to be taking in like the candidates. She's going to announce a vote, you know, just like she's done in years past. And then we get a really cool shot of Cyclops with gene and emma and what i think is interesting about this is that we haven't seen this look for cyclops before because yeah, this has not been revealed like the looks scott i mean it's it's like it's like party city mr sinister i <laughs> i don't i don't like it i don't like the diamond i don't like the no no, no i agree it looks yeah, it looks really bad. Yeah, like it looks like it. something from like Breath of the Wild, right? Like one of like the the moblins that you like face. It's just it doesn't look. It looks more menacing than fashionable. I don't know. Like I, I'm curious. I don't know who designed yeah. it and what their inspo for it was. Yeah, I, I think it makes him look like kind of daredevil. At like it, you kind of get the feeling that he's like blind and they've covered up his face do you know what i mean i don't know it doesn't give visor or that he would even have the ability to shoot through it i mean it 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 harkens back to sort of the post um schism, yeah uh, sort of look the red and the black costume um i would have preferred maybe like the x instead of like the the diamond um, just because after coming off of like Sins of Sinister, I'm really sick of every character having a diamond on their forehead. I mean, listen, I'm with you, Scott. Like, I love the revolution Cyclops of Marvel now, Cyclops, where it's black with like the red X on his face. That's one costume I absolutely adore. But I think like this just doesn't land at all. It just looks really, really bad. And Gene, I, I I spoke with Russell Dodderman on email. Gene is supposed to be inspired by Rihanna and Beyonce's recent tours. So she's serving like really like high fashion. You know what I mean? And she, for better or for worse, it, it looks like something you would wear at like a Met Gala muted-esque event. You know what I mean? Although I think Emma's, and I'm curious how you guys think about it. I don't know if we've talked about it. I think Emma looks a bit too pedestrian given this is her event. Like, in my opinion, Jean is more high fashion than Emma, and that is a big no-no. Yeah, come coming out of the gate strong. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I I think it's it's like it's something you could see Emma wearing like on a regular day. I think so, that is perfect. That's thank yeah. you for epitomizing what I wanted to say. It, it's it's not that it's an ugly look. It's just this is an everyday look for emma that's what i meant what pedest- yeah. it's pedestrian for emma you know what i mean you like know what it reminds me of it's what? do you remember the music video madonna's music video um is it music is that the name of the 
song where she's like in the limo and she's dressed like a pimp? Oh no, I don't know what the what I'm not a Madonna stan. Yeah, neither am I, but like I was alive in the 2000s. Like, oh, were you? Because you just weren't like five minutes ago. (laughs) I I think it's, I think it's the worst look she's had at any of the Hellfire Galas. Um, Yeah, I don't think it's particular, although I think the David Nakayama cover that he did made it look more high end than it actually was, but. This it just it's not looking good. It's not kinetic enough for a gal. I'm sorry. Like if she was just, you know, in default issue, I think it would be fine. But um, you know, and, and the looks in general, that would be like my note on on most of them. I think like Rogue, for example, it just seems like a rehash of what she's done in the past. I Firestars looked okay to me. It was very the blondes in um the blondes outfit they did for Kim Cattrall and Sex and the City. Like, I appreciate that kind of like hard fashion. I don't know if, you know, Angelica would wear something like that given her personality type, but sure. I mean, I guess in the Krakone age, she's radically different. So like, I'd be there for it. But a lot of the looks look very pedestrian to me is all I'm saying. Yeah, I'm not feeling any of them as like amazing looks. Like even Jean's look, I, I think it's probably one of her worst. Also, I really am not a fan of like, the green cracked egg over her head. <laughs> green cracked egg. How dare you? I mean, uh, that's what it looks like. It looks like an eggshell that has been bedazzled. And, oh my yeah. God. Jumbo was up to like four in the morning, like <laughs> yeah, stoning super it. gluing everything on there because he's here like that fucking gene is such a fucking diva. And I was like, darling, you don't even know the half of it. Um, I actually think Bobby's probably got the best new look and it's it's pretty simple um a suit i don't know what to think about bobby's look i i think it's better than years past i know there was a lot of backlash for bobby's first hellfire gala look because it was a bit too mcqueen but this one i would say it's too low-key but I think it was before we started recording and before Scott came on, I was like, oh, I really hate Iceman's look on this. I also think it's pretty boring. Um, but I think the problem with him is that they always like put him in his ice form. This, it feels like it's harder to do something over the top because they're trying to keep this guy that he looks like he's covered in ice, maybe. I don't know. I also think it's offensive and hateful that he comes in with Romeo when he, it should be Christian Frost. Like, I'm just saying that right now. Like, Bobby and Kristen Frost, how dare you not bring him to his sister's event? I mean, they're not dating anymore in the comments. Yeah. I know they're not dating anymore. I still think it's hateful, though. Would you bring your ex to your ex's sister's party? I don't know. I I just think Kristen Frost and Iceman are better. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm trying to say here. Do you know who arguably has the worst look, though, of all of this? is Mystique. Because for someone that can literally change into whatever outfit she wants, she put a gold mask and she's like, there, I'm done. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. It's Hang on, let me let me scroll to her look here with Irene. I mean, like, Irene is very theatrical. Like, I'm really happy Irene has that headpiece. Um, that, to me, like, this is this her first official Hellfire Gala? Yeah, she wasn't there last year, right? Well, she was resurrected she last was. year. She, she was. was. A- yeah. She was there last year. She was there. But this is like her first time, like really being like Krakoan Krico- royalty. Like she's had a year to establish herself in mutant society. Um, yeah. Can we also I mean, wait the best moment of the entire trailer, though, is 
her dramatically dropping the champagne glass. Yeah. Like, shit is coming. Shit Let is me coming. slow-mo drop this champagne. Well, so that's the thing that's going on here at the trailer. So we can break down like the action portion of it. Let me just make sure we got all of the, the fashion. Oh, what did we think of Kate's? Captain Kate's look. She looks cute. It's fine. It looks like a Halloween costume. She wouldn't be interviewed. If this were the Met Gala, she, they would have, like, Vogue would not have interviewed her. Like, she's just there because she needs to be there, yeah. but, like, no one would have stopped her to to do any press. Like, she would, it, it was kind of like, I love Pedro Pascal's, like, look for the Hellfire Gala, or for the Met Gala. I thought that was, like, really hot, but no one was stopping him for press. And that's how I feel they would do for Kate here. They'll be like, okay, yeah, you're here. You're beloved. Go sit down. Yeah, I think that's fair. My my favorite gala look wasn't in the trailer, and that's uh, Phantom X from one of the variant covers, where he's literally just wearing his costume with a suit jacket over it and looks like he's coked out of his mind. And it's like, I respect that. You show up, you bring the party with you, and uh, you put in minimal effort. Oh my god, what kind of drugs do you think he's on? He's probably taking kick. <laughs> like <laughs> He's taking drugs that we have not even heard of. <laughs> I'm trying to Google it, but I can't find the image. I'll send it to you. I'll drop it in the chat once I get in. But okay, so one thing that I thought was really interesting for the trailer. Okay, wait, did we did we get all the looks? We got everyone, I think. Romeo. No, the best think... look actually is the one we skipped. It's um the Chimera's look. There, what's her name? The one that's like uh, like Colossus. Oh yeah. Hang on. Let me just Rasputin. Let me just scroll yeah. to her. Yeah, her, she looks I good. Think actually, has the best look. Yeah. I like it too. I wonder how that works. You know, like I'm not too familiar with Rasputin's powers. To be completely honest, can she just grow those spikes? Is like, does she have any shape shifting capabilities? Or much like Jean's cow, did someone yeah. have to like super glue it on her? <laughs> when Jumbo was done stoning the headpiece, he then went and super glued those things to her body. Rasputin, let me tell you something. I I kind of thought during Hawkspox that she was like the blink of ho uh, of hoxpox because everyone loved her and the fact that now she's in the present everyone's so excited for her like the amount of engagement that happens for a character like rasputin is incredible they they literally successfully created their own version of aoa blink so i'm happy rasputin's here i wonder if she's going to survive what happens at the gala Who knows? yeah i i don't think her powers i'm trying to remember she's She's like an amalgam of like five different characters. So yeah. I, I, it's it's like it's Colossus, um, Colossus magic. I'm gonna say the psychic thing is Quentin Wire. I like she's she's a bunch of different characters. I don't think any of them can like make her shoot spikes. So Jumbo is like welding that to her probably. <laughs> Okay, so that's Doctor Strange, right? I just have to double check. No, that's that's one of the the new characters from Hickman's uh, Gods thing. Oh yes. Okay, so they're setting up the Hickman Gods series that's coming. When is that puppy in the fall? I think it's in the fall. Yeah. Okay. Do we still do we know what that's about, or are they just still being intentionally vague about it? Uh, intentionally vague. Okay. So they have a moment. Obviously, Captain Marvel and Rogue are going to have a moment. And then that's when like shit hits a fan. Like We saw this at Free Comic Book Day. Irene has a vision of what's happening. She drops a glass. And she mentions that Rogue is already going to be safe. And so they 
take one of the gates and they leave. And presumably it's because, as we find out in this trailer, Nimrod crashes a party and we see Magic and Hope. And I guess, is that Pixie next to next to Magic in the in the trailer? In a really awful prom dress. Then it I, must I be Pixie. I think it's Pixie. Yeah. Then it's Pixie. It's definitely Pixie. Um, all right. So, so obviously Nimrod is going to come in. He's going to attack. He's going to start murdering people. Hope is there. I wonder if Hope is going to die in this. But we already saw that they can resurrect even without Hope. Um, and then it flashes to the ambulance leaving the treehouse in in Central Park. And again, presumably Cyclops is in that ambulance because he was thrown off. And then the Avengers assemble at the Hellfire Gala to try to protect the mutants as Nimrod stabs Bobby, which I was thinking about. I'm like, why does like Iceman fighting like Nimrod feel so familiar? And it's because of Days of Future Past, the opening sequence when I mean, it's not Nimrod, but it might as well be Nimrod. One of the, you know, big Sentinels kills Bobby multiple times in Days of Future Past. But in specific, I'm thinking of the opening. Yeah, but then you see, I guess. I guess it could be out of sequence, right? You see Iceman attacking him afterwards. But yeah. I guess that... And he's getting his own Soul Series, right? So like, he's clearly not getting killed. Yeah, I wonder what's going to happen to Bobby after the Hellfire Gala. I agree. I think it's safe to assume he's not going to die, but I'm curious if something's like catastrophic going to happen to him. Maybe he'll be upset that, I don't know, for whatever reason, like nobody came to his aid and then he's going to be better and go off on his own well i love that i love that bobby is fighting nimrod in a room with all of these mutants and bobby is the one taking charge here i guess like where's wolverine we haven't seen wolverine yet in the trailer but i would assume that like wolverine bishop gene will all be and storm will all be going after him but yeah i'm curious who's going to be at the at the at, at the gala and we know storm doesn't have her backups anymore so if she is at the gala i don't think she's going to die and I am I am concerned for the Avengers there. I wonder if the Avengers are being backed up. We know Wanda is backed up because Cerebro at one point thought she was a mutant, but I wonder and Captain America is backed up. Or that was planned in Judgment Day. But I wonder if like Vision and everyone else has backups if they die. But are they even resurrecting after the gala? I don't know. Uh Wolverine might not be there because of stuff that's going on in uh X Force and the Wolverine solo. Book. he's off like hunting beasts and stuff oh yeah hank mccoy I, is I, in here either. i don't think logan's even gonna be there yeah interesting anyways yeah so iceman versus nimrod it seems like gonna be like the major battle of the gala and we know that's gonna spin off to a solo series for him so whatever happens in that battle is gonna profoundly affect him and then we have the iron man sentinels which we did see previously so that was definitely in free comic book days it's i mean it's reflective of stuff like days of future past where the sentinels go beyond just attacking mutants and they start to go after all um superpowered beings so you see in days of future past the sentinels have also eradicated the fantastic four the avengers uh and in this you're starting to see orcus step up because i mean they're clearly going to fight the Avengers there. Um possibly the Fantastic Four. There's a Fantastic Four tie-in and all of this. It's like you're starting to see sort of the next stage of uh Orcus's stuff. Yeah. Listen, I mean Orcus is doing a full blown assault on the mutants. I think my theory is that this is gonna be an 
big massacre. The five are going to be off the table. That's the only way editorially you're going to have something stick. I don't know. You know, I'm kind of tired that like death isn't supposed to matter, but it still matters. And that every major crossover they do from 10 of swords to judgment day, they have to make an excuse of why death is still possible for the X-Men. Like in 10 of swords where they were like, Oh, if you die in other world, you're going to come back scrambled. Ooh. And then in judgment day, it's like, it's okay. Like everyone is dead now, but you know, time is reset. So I hope this is going to last a bit and give the characters time to like discover themselves in what could presumably be a post Krakoan age. But Fall of X is just supposed to be a prolonged event. I don't think it's going to be like an era. I don't think we're going to still be talking about Fall of X three years later. I think it's just going to be literally a few months and then Krakoa will reset is what my guess is. You think so? See, I think this would be an opportunity to like scrap the whole thing get rid of the ability to resurrect and bring them back down to a more, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Like less fantastical level. Yeah, I think that's fair. I Listen, I'm not a fan. I, I think Krakoa has done really well for the brand. And I think people have responded very well to Krakoa. I don't think it's been executed properly in the books as of late, but if they want to go back to being in Westchester in the mansion, that's fine with me. But if they want to reset Krakoa, that's also fine for me. I just want the books to have a better sense of direction. I feel like it has been kind of aimless in like the last few years, like in the last year and a half. I will say from Inferno to now, I've been a bit, I haven't really understood the purpose of where the books are going towards until now. I, I don't think you can ever go back to uh, just the school in Westchester after having all the mutants on this, you know, island nation. And I don't think Krakoa itself is ever going to fully go away in the way that Genosha, you know, never fully went away even until the, the massacre. Um, but it's, it's like, it's too big of a concept to just rewind and be like, okay, well now they live in Westchester again. And, you know, whatever um so that's very regressive yeah i don't listen i let's see what they do you know but i think what 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 this trailer has done what the hellfire gala 2023 has done for me as someone who's been like i'm I'm gonna be off the weeklies i'll just read them when they come out on marvel unlimited i'm like i have to buy every single issue I, i i'm invested in this again so i'm excited for it i think this looks really fun. I'm curious to see what they're going to do. There's a lot of questions. Obviously, Gene is going to get a solo series. Iceman's getting a solo series. We know Captain Kate is going to become Shadow Cat with a K, which is the lamest thing ever, but sure. And they're going to be more renegade, it it looks to me, based off of the the previews we've seen. So I think they're going to be off Krakoa, but I think we'll go back to Krakoa. Oh, and in Destiny's timeline, they, they, they have... They have a Krakoa reestablish. It's following Destiny's timeline, the, what the future she saw in that issue of Immortal X-Men. Yeah, and, and you know these are all also minis. The Iceman series is a mini. The Jean Grey is a mini. Yeah. Uh, Kurt's Spider Kurt thing is a mini. Um, so presumably, stuff will come back together at some point. 
Yeah, I don't. I agree with you, Scott. I don't. I think once the genie is out of the bottle, how do you go back to it? But I also think, you know, to what you were saying, Sean, and I agree with this because this has been my fear of the X Men since they stood naked after Resurrection in front of everyone. That that the the X Men feel more like Inhumans, and they don't feel part of. You know, they don't feel like th- what the X-Men have traditionally been, which is a marginalized community trying to find equality yeah. and acceptance. That's fine. I'm I'm okay with the metaphor morphine, especially since they're establishing their own island. But they have become so editorially, they have become so different from what they used to be. It almost they feel like a different group of people. So I, w- I, I don't mind them coming back a little bit. But I'm trying to see here the timeline. We have the Reign of Apocalypse. We have... Legion 7, we have AVX AVX 6, but I think that was in the Sinister timeline. We have the Dominion of Orcus. Um, we have the Nimrod Extinction Level Event, and then we have Unity. And then we have, I'm trying to see where, yeah, Krakoa Disillusioned, and then a new Krakoa. I think what we're going to get after this is a new Krakoa. Yeah, I mean, you know, the, the X-Men, it's, it's a constantly changing metaphor the x-men of 1975 with uh, giant size were different from the 60s x-men you know claremont x-men were different and morrison's x-men were different and you know you can still have a minority metaphor it's just now you have a diaspora of people who have their own nation um and yeah you know metaphors change yeah and i like the evolution of the metaphor quite a bit but again, like there's a difference between switching the metaphor and then like having a radically different society and government. And I like that. I really do. And it, this could be a case of just like Krakoa is only like three years old, three and a half, four years old. So it, it could be something that like 10 years from now, Krakoa is fully realized, you know, but I'm curious to see what they're going to do. That's that's where I'm going to end. Yeah. It, I, I'm just really excited for the, the gala this year. When does the issue come out? It's coming out July 26th. So about a month and a half away. Okay, so still a bit of time. You know, it would be amazing if just Nimrod killed all of them and there was no point to it. That's probably what will happen. Uh, there is a cover, a variant cover, that's, that's just a spoiler. So I wonder, I wonder what that's going to be. It's interesting. I mean, I'm pretty sure Nimrod... I, it would be funny if Nimrod kills everyone like one by one based off of their ranking in the election. And like they get to like Dazzler or whoever wins and they put up a fight and then like just he swats them. But that's why Juggernaut should have won because he's the only one that could stand up to him. I don't know. I think... Let's see, who, who was up here? I think Frenzy. Frenzy and Juggernaut can definitely put up a fight against Nimrod. But yeah, like Dazzler, Jubilee, and Prodigy... I think we'll go down. Oh, Cannonball. I forgot about Cannonball. I think I campaigned for Cannonball. I think Cannonball can do it, too. Anyways, that's our breakdown of the trailer. Where can folks at home find you guys? Throw up your socials. Instagram, Twitter, Mr. Scott Free. Um, Usually they're screaming into the void. And just Instagram for me, Ladbarian Lad. Yep. Okay. And I'm at Power of X-Men. And let us know your thoughts. Slide into our DMs. And we'll talk more about the Hellfire Gala as it comes through.